Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Mid-America Motorworks. Pursue your passion at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google. Play the podcast called Corvette Today and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,400 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. I'm also excited to tell you about the new YouTube channel for Corvette Today. See your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an absurd value starting at only $19.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, Corvette Fever Magazine. Corvette Fever has been relaunched with an online and printed version. The online version has incredible interactivity with hidden photos and information, and the printed version is nothing like you've ever seen before, huge and glossy. Get your free online version at CorvetteFeverMag.com. You can also sign up for the printed version there as well. Corvette Fever Magazine, come along for the ride. Also, MidEngineCorvetteForum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. He's back, everybody. Keith Cornett from Corvette Blogger is here to keep us up-to-date and current on what's going on with America's favorite sports car. Keith, welcome back to Corvette today. It's officially springtime. Car show season is here. It doesn't necessarily feel like spring all the time, but I'm glad it's here. Oh, boy, I couldn't be more happier. You know, it's March, and, you know, it just seems like everything's going on in March. We've got Amelia Island. We've got racing at Sebring. We've got car shows. We've got the NCM Bash coming up next month. We've got all kinds of Z06 news. It's a fun time right now, but our weather down here, it's 71. It was 80 yesterday. Just fantastic cruising weather to get out and see stuff. Hopefully everybody's out. For those that are still in the winter states, your time will be there soon. Absolutely. Well, buddy, let's start as we always do with Corvette News and get an update on production at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant. Sure. Well, production's just been moving right along. We've had no interruptions in production over the last few weeks. We're going to cross over 18,000 in the VIN count this week. It just looks steady sailing. We're not doing any really spectacular days in terms of production, you know, anything like over 190 or so. Uh, we, we just seem to be like in that 160 to 180 time frame with production each day on these cars. But we are getting into some interesting time periods. We've got nine weeks remaining in 2022 production. In fact, Thursday is the very last order cycle for the 2022. So dealers will get their final allocations for that model year. Then that pretty much closes the order books on the 2022s. 
Well, and I know that GM confirmed in early April is when we can start purchasing Z06s, right? Well, they did, but they didn't. And we've seen this time and again with General Motors and especially the Chevrolet team. It's like one hand is not talking to the other. So obviously there's the GM, the Corvette PR team, and then there's the team that puts out the newsletters and they are not the same. The first newsletter went out that said the all new 2023 Corvette Z06 anniversary Z06 coupe will be available for purchase in early April. And in fact, they revised that. They sent out another email to owners. This only went out to Corvette owners, by the way, not to people that are prospective on the list. but to people that have recently purchased. So the new email then said the 70th anniversary all new 2023 Corvette Z06 and Stingray models will be available to order this spring. So they changed it from available to purchase in April to available to order this spring. And of course, spring starts on, is it the 20th, the 21st? In a couple weeks anyway. So we're in the time frame. The first order cycle for the 2023s is March 31st. It closes on April 4th or 5th. So yeah, it is the first week of April. But it looks like that time frame that we've been talking about the last few months is still holding strong. We are looking at the first allocation cycle to come on March 31st. Can't wait for it, buddy. I'm so excited. Also, we had some Z06 information leaked on the workbench order system, didn't we? Yeah, this is always good stuff. What we see is generally in advance of the ordering starting, GM goes in there and loads up all the ordering information for the different models. And there's some cleanup that needs to be done. You know, I saw some of the YouTubers saying, you can order now, and that's not the case at all. They've got the workbench system up there. It was only up for a few hours, and then they took it down later that day once the word got out that we were all looking at it. Our friends over at the Corvette Action Center did manage to grab screenshots of the Z06 3LZ and a Stingray 3LT orders and then you can see like the different options and they're still cleaning up stuff you know under the z06 information it had a c8r edition that comes from the 2022s that's not even going to be part of that so there's some stuff that's coming off and they're probably still putting some stuff on there we had some really interesting things for example there was an engine accessory cover listed as an alternate finish four we don't know what these are there's a couple different things like that where graphics you know design number nine another interesting thing accessory engine coil cover Don't know what that is. And then there's actually a headlamps leveling system, automatic. We don't know what that is either, but that's also on the Stingray as well. Good stuff coming out. What we're going to see, Steve, is we'll have the order guide come out on March 21st, and then that'll really solidify, you know, all the different options available for Corvette buyers. And then, of course, the pre-orders, and this is when dealers can actually start adding orders to the workbench system, is March 24th. And then, of course, as we said, the first allocations come on March 31st. Looks like all good stuff. Real quick on the Stingray, we haven't seen too many changes over the last couple of years, but we are getting new wheel options. And it looks like we're getting three new wheels for the Stingray. One of those wheels is going to be the red line, probably black with the red line for the 70th anniversary edition. So we're assuming that the other two wheels will just be a plain black and then probably a polished silver of the same design. So we haven't seen the design yet. Hopefully we'll see that soon. If not, probably the order guide. We'll see it then. We're just weeks away from ordering on the 2023 models. Buckle in and sit down because here we go, right? Yeah, I mean, it's two, three weeks away. We're going to be able to start ordering cars (laughs) and finding out prices. This will be great. Yeah, pretty crazy. Also, we had some information about the Z06. The temporary break-in is going to be at 6,500 RPM during the 500-mile break-in period, not the 8,600? Yeah, correct. It opens up. You get the full 8,600 RPM after the 500 miles. But like the LT2, they are recommending 
a 500 mile break-in procedure. Generally, when that happens, what they do is you'll see the different yellow line and red line on the tachometer. And then also they do limit torque in gears one and two. What we'll see then is if you go that 500 miles, we'll see the uh, tachometer magically change over. You get the full power at 8,600. What's really amazing is that LT2, you're only at 4,500 during the break-in period, and then it goes to 6,500, so full power. Well, we're at 6,500 for the Z06 during the break-in period, and it goes to 8,600 afterwards. Chevy is also still recommending 1,500 miles on the odometer before you take it to the track or do any racing. We're getting all these little details. You're going to see all the videos of people with Z06s crossing over that magical 500 mark and seeing the tachometer change over, and then they get a hammer of their car for the first time. So that's going to be a lot of fun to see and looking forward to that. It will be a lot of fun. I don't want to see you jabronis taking that car out of the dealership and doing burnouts right away on it either. <laughs> burnouts or take it straight to the dyno, doing crazy stuff like that. No, you want to break in these engines correctly. There is definitely a break-in procedure. We think of just not the engine. There's the transmission and there's other components that also need to be broken in as well. So take it easy on that 500 break-in period. Follow the instructions in the owner's guide. It's going to be a good time. You want to do it right so you can have fun down the road. Definitely. Also, Corvette won Kelly Blue Book's Best Resale Value Award, which is really good to see. Yeah, obviously, we've seen strong pricing out of Corvettes here. They won actually the Best Resale Value Award in the sports car category. They were one of the top 10 overall. And the only other General Motors product I think that was top 10 overall was a GMC Sierra pickup pickups have always been a bestseller for General Motors. And then all of a sudden you've got a Corvette up there that's just selling like hotcakes. (laughs) It's nice to see that Kelly Blue Book is giving the Corvette its due in these things. Definitely. Also, this is kind of random, Keith. GM recalled 22 C8 Corvettes, just 22 because they were missing ball bearings. Yeah. So a guy was driving this car. All of a sudden he loses propulsion is what he says. The engine was running, but he couldn't go. Took the car into the dealership. They found during the inspection that it was missing some ball bearings. Actually, a GM engineer submitted a report to like a speak up for safety hotline. The supplier went back and they identified initially 19 VINs that were missing uh, ball bearings and then the ball bearings in the half shaft assemblies. And then they found another couple others that were, so they have 22 total. You know, this is probably a supplier issue. It's probably a personnel change or something happened where somebody wasn't doing the right installation there at the supplier. They were able to obviously neck down and figure out which of the half shaft assemblies were impacted by that. That's why we get the random number of 22. Okay. That was really weird. 22 cars. That was it. Owners will be notified of the recall beginning April 4th. However, if you go on to your GM warranty, there's a warranty link there and you pop in your VIN. It'll tell you if you're one of the 22 cars or not. Most likely you're not. But if you really want to know, you can actually go to mygm.com forward slash recalls and enter your VIN to find out. For me, Keith, if I had a C8, it would be Murphy's Law. What could happen will happen. I know some people, the second they hear about this, they just think gloom and doom and it's happening to them. And for the most part, we're in year three right now. Things are really stabilized on the Stingray. You know, we saw some initial things in year one. But for the most part, all that stuff's been changed and fixed out and moved on. Yeah. Things are pretty good right now for the Stingray. That's good. Also, our friends at Callaway announced that they're teaming up with Chevrolet again for a 35th anniversary B2K C8 Corvette. Give us the backstory on that. As you know, Callaway, 35 years ago, introduced a B2K RPO for Corvette. It was the first time that a non-GM entity had been assigned a regular production option. Corvette owners would go to their dealership, they'd buy a Corvette, it'd be shipped up to Callaway in Connecticut or in California, it would have the twin turbo systems added, and then ship back to the dealer for delivery. That's how you get this non-GM entity doing work on these new cars. 
we're going to see Callaway celebrate their 35th anniversary. Again, General Motors is going to have the RCY RPO code, and that'll trigger the 35th anniversary. The cars are going to be completed in Bowling Green, then shipped up to Connecticut or California again, where they will include Callaway Carbon Fiber Aero. You get a double D exhaust system, which actually shaves like nearly half the weight off the regular system. Right. You get interior upgrades. You get interior badging, a sequence number. Your Callaway warranty covers three years or 36,000 miles. That's a supplement to the regular GM warranty. The one thing that people are seeing on this is the cost is 34.9 plus your C8 Z50. Obviously, there's a cost there. But if you look at Callaway's in the past, with a supercharger, they were selling for about $50,000. So minus the supercharger, we are seeing pretty much the same kind of pricing strategy, it looks like. There have been some rumors that Callaway will be getting back into the engine modification business, starting with Z06. We heard that from Reeves Callaway, kind of a stay tuned. We're excited and hopefully that'll happen once the Z06s are out there. We'll see what they're able to do with it. Glad to see them back. Glad to see them back on the order guide and looking forward to seeing these cars at you know, all the different shows and such. Good stuff from Callaway and Corvette. Yeah, absolutely. Great people over there at Callaway and great mods and updates for all Corvettes. Well, Keith, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we'll talk about Corvette racing and Corvette rumors here on Corvette Today. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada. Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. MidAmerica Motorworks has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of Corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974. We have what you need for all years and generations of Corvette. Whether you need a door panel or a seat cover for your C1 Corvette or the latest shirt, jacket, hat, or lifestyle accessory to complement your new C8, you can get it at MidAmerica Motorworks. So if you're restoring, repairing, replacing, or simply researching your Corvette, MidAmerica Motorworks is the place to go. Visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with MidAmerica Motorworks. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by MidAmerica Motorworks. Pursue your passion at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you current and up-to-date on what's happening in the world of Corvette. In this section, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and Corvette rumors. In the racing section, Keith, Jordan Taylor gave us an update on the C8R at Sebring. 
Yeah, we actually talked about this, I think, on our last get-together. We knew that they were out there. Um, there had been some pictures posted to social media, but Jordan's got his own YouTube channel where he is doing some behind-the-scenes stuff for Corvette Racing and showing what's going on. He actually did a video from this test session. For the most part, they said they were really focusing on these new GTD spec Michelin tires, which, again, we've talked about. You know, They're all using the same tires right now in GTD Pro. The very same tire, not different Michelins for different cars. Right. And previously, our Michelins were custom made for the C8Rs, and now we're just using customer tires. It's one of the major changes that the team has seen. So this Sebring test, they really spent some time going through some different scenarios, seeing when tire temps drop off, when performance drops off at different stages of the day. Obviously, with Sebring, you start earlier, temps are cooler, it heats up during the day, and then at nighttime, it gets cooler again. And those are major differences in track performance for tires. They're really working hard trying to figure that out. Again, it's really just a fun opportunity to watch Jordan behind the scenes. There's a bunch of stuff, obviously, they couldn't show us. So he kind of made jokes about damper change again, which I can't show you. And he did that like four or five times in the video. So good stuff there. <laughs> Glad to see these kinds of videos. It just offers up a better understanding of what the team's going through and where we are. They know Sebring really well. Probably is one of their best known tracks where they've continually tested and have worked hard at. Hopefully that'll give them a little bit of advantage. That also flows into the WEC race. So Saturday is the regular Sebring race for IMSA, but Friday is the 1,000 miles of Sebring for the World Endurance Championships. We've got the number 64 Corvette running there. Sebring two weeks away, and I'm actually planning on being down there for that race. So looking forward to that as well. That'll be fantastic. And speaking of the number 64 car, it's going back to its original livery, which is the yellow and black, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we've only seen it in the silver since its release. So yeah, so it's going yellow and black. It's a single car entry in the World Endurance Championships. Why not showcase your trademark color of yellow and black? You know, who's really excited about it? It's Nick Tandy, who says, finally, I get a race at Yellow Corvette. He's been two years in the silver car. Pretty exciting stuff. So, yeah, their first race for the season is March 18th. The other thing, too, is they're running 1,000 miles with just two drivers. Ty Milner and Nick Tandy are taking on that challenge together. It should be a really competitive race. Our C8Rs in the WC, we've raced here and there. This is the first time we've ever done a full-time entry. So hopefully we can close the gap on some of the performance with the other cars in the class. It'd be really fun to get a win, that's for sure. That's for sure. Also in the rumor section, we saw a Z06 caravan spotted in Southern California. What was going on with that? Yeah, it looks like they're doing some testing. This was last week. A guy was driving down Highway 101 in the San Fernando Valley, and all of a sudden, here come four Corvette Z06s passing by. They all had the high wing, except for one was no wing. It was a camouflage car that had no wing. And then the other thing, too, is we've seen some mixed cars, especially some of these old camo cars that have had that corner-mounted exhaust, not the newer center-mounted exhaust. And all four of these cars did have the center mount exhaust. So they're out there testing. We got nine or 10 weeks before production starts for the 2023s on May 9th. Again, there's still some questions on whether the Z06 will be included on that first day. We think it is. So some people are saying, no, they're just going to wait. But again, we're just guessing right now. It's really just a guess. They're out there testing and it's all good. Also in the rumor section, we heard that Chevy engineers bought a Ferrari engine, a 458 Italia, and bought the engine for $25,000 in Poland for research and development. Boy, that sounds interesting. Yeah, this is one of these fun stories that came out of that LT6 deep dive a few weeks back. Early on in the production, they didn't have the money to buy a full 458 
and then take the engine out and take it apart all then. So they went looking for a motor and they found a wrecked Ferrari in Poland. Jordan Lee says, yeah, we sent him a check for something like $25,000 and we were all pleased and thrilled when it actually showed up. That's kind of the joke, I think, is, you know, if you ever buy anything questionable on eBay or online and you think, man, I hope I'm not just throwing my money away. Right. But they said that the engine showed up on a pallet and it was shipped directly to the GM Engineering Center in Pontiac, Michigan. So you have to wonder if the guy's filling out the address on this in Poland. What's he thinking about? Why does GM want a Ferrari engine, you know? That's funny. Funny stories like that. And then so they got the engine, they tore it down. Taj talked about a little surprise about some of the bearings in the engine, a little bit smaller than expected. It kind of really opened their eyes to see some of the things that they were doing. And then they really went to work and said, how can we make this better? What can we do to make it bigger, better, stronger? Obviously, they think they've done that. So they're really excited about this new engine. I think most of us now are. Yeah, absolutely right. Also, and we talked about this on our last News and Headlines podcast, the LT6 engine is going to have 54 Easter eggs on it. And a lot of those are the little rocket ships, which is the Gemini project. Yeah, so that's what they called this motor, the engine, and then some of the development, they called it the Project Gemini. Again, it's a moonshot, like Gemini rockets from our 70s and the 60s, but it also refers to Geminis or twins. The LT6 does have that dual intake manifold, so there's a little bit more to this whole Gemini thing. But yeah, they've got all these rockets on the engine. There's 54 of them. You won't find all of them. And in fact, a lot of these are not just there for bragging purposes to say, oh yeah, we put 54 Easter eggs on this engine. The engine builders are installing this. They might see a connecting rod or something that has a engine on it, and they know it goes in facing them versus it goes in facing away. Oh. So some of it is also for installation and putting these motors together just as a sort of a guide as well as being cool just fun stuff coming out of this LT60 dive and there's more coming out. I know we're going to talk about the torque curve next, so I'll just go right into that. Sounds good. They released it's the first time we saw it and they call it a torque curve would be I don't know. It's more of a torque shelf or a torque straight as my friend John was calling it over at the Mid Engine Corvette Forum. Jordan Lee, small block chief engineer, he calls it very broad flat torque curve that expands to 8600 RPM. It is you see a bump that starts at 3000, you see a little bump at 3500 and then then it's relatively flat all the way through there to 8,600. But what you do also see then is that power curve just keeps going up. It just keeps climbing. You're making your power on the ability to scale on that higher RPM than the torque. The torque being relatively the same, but you're getting more power out of it. So that's how the LT6 is making its power there. Pretty exciting to see some of these technical details come out and there's going to be more to drop. Absolutely right. Well, buddy, let's take our final break. And in the third segment, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette here on Corvette Today. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades. American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and high wing. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at American hydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at americanhydrocarbon.com let us help you make your corvette the car you've always wanted it to be american hydrocarbon 
Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks once again for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by MidAmerica Motorworks. Pursue your passion at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me every other week is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up to date on what's happening with America's sports car. And if you'd like a deeper dive into any of these stories that we talk about, you can always get it at CorvetteBlogger.com. In this third and final segment, we're going to talk about the lighter side of Corvette, some fun stuff. As a matter of fact, speaking of fun stuff, Keith, this is really cool. On the Price is Right, you know the game show? A C8 hardtop convertible was one of the prizes offered on Dream Car Week. Yeah, they had like 30 cars they were giving away last week on The Price is Right. One of them was a Red Miss Corvette convertible. Beautiful car. I mean, it was well-optioned. I think it was optioned at over $90,000 is what Drew Carey said, the host on the show. We actually saw the car show up on the Wednesday episode. The game to win the car was a hole-in-one or two. It was a golf putting game, and a woman had two shots at winning it, but she missed both shots. So, unfortunately, the Stingray did not go home with her, which is a shame. That would have been fun to see. Yeah, that would have been really cool, especially if a woman shot it and, you know, isn't really a golfer. That would have been such a cool prize. Well, that's always the fun thing of prices, right? Right. The, just the different stupid games that people play and how excited they are. And they're always looking for the audience for help. It, it's a fun show. Good to see the Corvette on there. Absolutely. Also, this is interesting because living in the Kansas City area in the metro, Kansas City is divided right down the middle between Missouri and Kansas. I live on the Kansas side of the metro. And we talked about this also in a previous podcast. There was a seizure of a 1959 C1 Corvette that prompted Kansas lawmakers to review the VIN mandate for antique vehicles. What's the backstory and the update on that one? So we talked about this story last year about the owner named Richard Martinez, who bought a restored 1959 Corvette for $50,000 from an Indiana dealer. When you buy a car, you had to go get it inspected by the Kansas State Highway Patrol. And it was during that inspection that the state trooper discovered a problem with a VIN plate on the car. The problem is that the current law says that a vehicle or trailer with a destroyed, removed, altered, or defaced VIN will be seized and destroyed. Sometimes you might have a restoration that takes a VIN tag off and then reapplies it. Sometimes it might be just missing a VIN tag in one certain area, like along the frame. Right. But the other VIN tags are available. You know, a lot of things go on during a restoration that you obviously don't think about. 
Although obviously protecting the VIN documentation on a car should be paramount in any restoration. When this news blew up and people were hearing about, okay, here's an innocent owner, had nothing to do with this, buys the car for $50,000. He gets seized. It's being threatened to destroy. He's got to go to court. So luckily this news blew up last year and now lawmakers are looking at being able to update it so that it does protect innocent owners like Richard Martinez, as well as foregoing the destruction of a car or vehicle just because something like a innocent accident happened. They're not saying that the dealer tried to defraud. They're not trying to say Richard Martinez tried to defraud. It was just one of these things that happened and now they're trying to protect any kind of future cases. That's a good thing. Also, this is really cool too, Keith. GM is increasing revenue with the launch of 50 new digital features for 2026. What are some of those digital features? Well, that's the question, you know, and my readers didn't really think that this is all that cool. (laughs) They were talking about what kind of things are you going to get? So General Motors talks about OnStar, you know, from OnStar, they make about $32 per vehicle with their OnStar subscription. You're going to see some additional subscriptions coming, something with the enhanced Super Cruise, possibly with all the electrification coming to General Motors and cars. You might see additional apps for charging locations or for vehicle performance. It wouldn't surprise me. And again, I'm just throwing stuff out here. We've got some really fun toys on the Corvette. We've got like the zero to 60 meter, which records your launches and some other things like that, the performance meters on there. General Motors could actually make those optional and subscription-based. People might not like that. Those are some of the things that they're talking about. You might also get some diagnostic services that do more enhanced diagnostics on your car for a subscription. They call these digital products. Steve Carlisle from General Motors said they're looking at some 50 of these coming out between the next 36 and 48 months. I think some of them are going to be cool. I think some of them are going to be disappointing and obviously trying to hit Corvette owners in the pocketbook for a little bit more. So hopefully we won't see too much of that from any of the existing fun stuff that we already have in our car. They're talking about it. So just keep an eye on out for it. Well, being the tech geek that I am, I'm interested to see if there's 50 new ones coming out. I'll be interested to see which ones are really cool and legit and which are not necessarily as good. Also, our final story, Keith, if you have a C8 Z51 and you have some problems with brake pulsations or some grinding noise, we have a fix for that, don't we? Yeah, GM TechLink put out an article for dealers, dealer services, people to look at. What this actually is, for the C8, they've had to make some changes to the brakes. The rotors are different. The brake pad composition is different. So we have been seeing some different technical issues arising from that. One of these is if a car sits for a while, you could actually have brake pad spotting where it was hitting the rotor. Huh. Or the brake rotors also get like surface grooving or pitting because of the brake pads. So if you're feeling brake pulsations, if the brake pedal's kicking back at you a little bit, if you're hearing grinding noises, you can do a visual inspection on the website on Corvette Blogger. We do have photos of these rotors that show like that, that brake pad spotting. They want you to do a brake burnishing procedure, a brake bedding procedure. They talk about the owner's manual. You go out there and you get up to about 60 miles an hour and then you moderately apply your brakes down to 30. And you do that like 10 times. That is supposedly will get them nice and hot, remove any of that spotting and get you on your way. Then hopefully that will work for you. Again, just one of these issues we've seen with the new composition of brakes and brake pad material, I think, is impacting Corvette owners that way. Yeah, embedding your brakes is really important. I know on my C7, I got some of the low-dust brake pads, and we had to go through that embedding procedure where you get up to 60 and come down moderately about 10 times down to 30, and then sometimes you go back up to 60 or 65 and brake really hard just to get those brake pads embedded and situated. So it's understandable. Yeah, you got to get out there and find a 
road where you can do that safely. And then the other thing too is the owner's manual, when they talk about the brake burnishing process, they talk about doing it like 25 times. And that I think is way more than called for. The Geotech Link here article just says 10 times. If you do it 10 times and you're hearing and feeling results that you're probably pretty good after that. Right. I think if you do it 10 times, you're more than embedded and you're ready to go. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, Keith, thanks for being back on Corvette today. We'll see you in two weeks and that'll be episode number 101. I'm so excited. 100. Do you have a guest lined up for your 100 episode? A very special guest coming up for episode number 100. All right. Well, we'll stand and uh, be excited for that. Congratulations again, Steve. Thanks for having us on. All of our stories that we talked about today are on CorvetteBlogger.com and we hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And also thanks to our flagship sponsors, MidAmerica Motorworks. Pursue your passion at mamotorworks.com. American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com. True Wealth and Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels. Get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at Aerolari.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.